the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Today he continues his study in the book of Matthew, moving us to chapter 4. And so the Spirit compelled Jesus into the wilderness where God put him to the test, put Jesus to the test. And it wasn't to, sh- to, to see if Jesus was ready, but to show that he was ready for his mission. And the application from today's message for you and me, of course, is, are we ready for our mission? And exactly what is that mission? That's Pastor Leighton Sheely, and the website for the church, Church of the Highlands, is highlands.us. And as he often does, when he begins a new message, he starts with an overview. If you want to know Jesus more, the place to do that is in the Gospels. And there are four of them that begin the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Each has its own emphasis. Uh, Matthew is uh, is sometimes called the Gospel of the King, and Mark, the Gospel of the Servant. Uh, Luke presents Jesus as the perfect Son of Man, and John as the Son of God. And when you put the four Gospels together, you get a composite picture of the person and the work of our Lord. Matthew is a great way to start the New Testament because it connects the New Testament with the Old Testament. The very first verse says, The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ... The books of the New Testament talk about Jesus Christ, focus on Jesus Christ. The the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Well, David and Abraham were Old Testament characters. And what this does is it shows us that God has been at work over the centuries in bringing salvation to mankind. The Old Testament is the record book of promise. The New Testament, the record book of fulfillment. Uh, That word fulfillment is found about 15 times in Matthew. Matthew's gospel is a very important word for us to understand because Matthew wants us to see how Jesus fulfilled the Old Testament descriptions, the prophecies concerning the Savior that God would send. And the fact that, that only God could describe the future with such precision tells us, shows us that the scriptures are God's word. And the fact that Jesus fulfilled those, uh, those prophecies with such precision tells us that Jesus is the promised one, the Savior. And so we can put our faith and trust in him. He is God incarnate who became one of us to bring us to God. And that's the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Now we're here at the beginning of chapter 4 and the passage begins with the word then. And that, this then indicates a connection with the previous uh, portion of Scripture. The, remember when we got together last week, we talked about uh, the baptism of Jesus found in, in John chapter 3. And, and the connection is this, that the same Holy Spirit who sent Jesus to be baptized also sent Jesus into the wilderness to prove Jesus' messianic purpose. And, and the Gospels stress the immediacy of of, of the temptations following Jesus' baptism. In fact, Mark says the Spirit immediately, immediately drove him out into the wilderness. Now, the story as Matthew records it for us is as follows. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, it is written, 
Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Well, then the devil took him up to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you're the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Well, again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. And he said to them, All of these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan. For it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. And so from the lofty experience of the baptism and the endorsement of the Holy Trinity, Jesus is now led into the wilderness for a time of testing. And we do well to know that that we need to be on our guard after life has brought us to its heights, because sometimes those heights are followed by grave depths. Now, Jesus was not tempted so that the Father could learn anything about the Son. He'd already given Jesus his divine approval. But he was tempted so that every creature in heaven and earth might know that he is the king, the conqueror. He exposed Satan and Satan's tactics, and he defeated Satan. His temptation was an important demonstration of his sinlessness. He faced temptation... And he did not give in. Just as the first Adam met Satan, so likewise the last Adam did as well. Adam met Satan in a beautiful garden. Jesus met him in a terrible wilderness. Adam had everything he needed. Jesus was hungry after 40 days of fasting. Adam lost the battle, and humanity plunged into sin and death. But Jesus won the battle, went on to defeat Satan, and that culminated in his victory on the cross and his resurrection. And because of his victory, we too can have victory over the the tempter. And Jesus has provided us an example to follow when we are being tempted. Jesus succeeded where Adam and Eve failed. And the way he succeeded is an example so that we can succeed when we are tempted. This truth has sustained Christians through the centuries. And we can summarize Jesus' example like this. Resist the devil in the power of the Spirit through the guidance of the Word to accomplish the will of God. There is much that we can learn from this passage that is of great importance. So let's study the passage in greater detail. Verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And so Jesus took the offensive against the enemy, Satan. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. The wilderness was a place of desolation. It was a dangerous place. It was filled with uh, wild animals. We know that at one time there were lions and bears there. David uh, killed some in order to protect his flock. In fact, it wasn't until probably the second or the third century after Christ that the bear and lion population was decimated by the demands of the Colosseum for the games in Rome. So the desert's the first place of showdown between these competing kingdoms and their rulers. The first skirmish as the ruler of the kingdom of the air undertakes to halt the advance of the kingdom of God. Now, the words devil and Satan are are sort of interchangeable because 
Devil is the Greek word, and Satan is the Hebrew word, and the words mean the same thing. And uh, Satan is a fallen angel. He is a real created being. He's not just a symbol or symbolic. And the verb to be tempted describes a continuous action that, that, that the, action is, the temptation is continuing. And uh, the word uh, in the original language is translated tempted. And when we hear that word in the English language, it, it always has a bad meaning. It means to entice someone to do wrong or to seduce them into sin or to persuade them to, to, to follow some course they ought not. But the word in the original language uh, meant more to test than to tempt in the sense of that word. It means to put to the test to see what is good or evil strengths and weaknesses that exist in a person. And so the Spirit compelled Jesus into the wilderness where God put him to the test, put Jesus to the test. And it wasn't to, sh- to, to see if Jesus was ready, but to show that he was ready for his mission. Verse 2, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Number 40 comes up a number of times in scriptures. We're reminded of the 40 days of rain uh, that led to the great flood. Uh, 40 days Moses spent on Mount Sinai. 40 years that Israel wandered around the wilderness. The 40 days that Goliath taunted the soldiers of Israel. In all those situations, God worked in his people, preparing them for special tasks. After 40 days and 40 nights without food, Jesus was famished. Jesus was fully God and fully man, and yet he fully experienced the weakness of the human frame. He experienced hunger. He experienced thirst. Remember on the cross, he said, I'm thirsty. He experienced fatigue and exhaustion. In fact, he was asleep in the boat in the midst of a a horrible storm. And so Jesus' status as God's son didn't make this experience any easier. He felt the hunger and pain of, of going without. And it was during this time, when he was physically weakened, that Satan came to tempt him. And Satan oftentimes comes to tempt us when we're in a weak point. We're under some physical or emotional stress. We're, we're lonelier or we're tired or we're facing some decisions. But we also need to be aware that he can also come and tempt us when we are puffed up with pride and think that we have the world under control as well. So we need to guard against the schemes of the devil. And how do we do that? Well, we do it by beginning every day in prayer. And then to build our perspectives and our attitudes based on Scripture. And then depend on the God's Holy Spirit to keep us from harm. Verse 3. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. So Satan has many names, serpent, Satan, the devil, and the tempter is another name for the, uh, for the devil. But you'll notice how he comes as though he was a friend of Jesus. He was concerned for Jesus' welfare and how unfair God seems. So, well, it's as though he was saying, well, since you're God's beloved son, why doesn't your father feed you? And why did you lead you out into this terrible wilderness? Those words are reminiscent of the words that he spoke to Eve in the garden in Genesis chapter 3. And it's a subtle suggestion that God really doesn't love you. Now, the desert was filled with little pieces, little round rocks of limestone that looked exactly like loaves. And you all have experienced the power of suggestion, have you not? 
And Jesus was famished, he's hungry, and this suggestion is put in his mind, there is a loaf of bread. It looks like a rock, but we can fix that. And so what Satan was doing here was tempting Jesus to use his divine power to meet his physical needs. And we know that Jesus had the power because it's not too long in the future where he feeds four and 5,000 by multiplying loaves of bread. But it's not in God's will to acquire food miraculously because Jesus has been sent by God to earth to identify with humanity. Remember, we talked about identification extensively last week, uh, to treat the same as, to identify as a human, and and a human way of experiencing a truly human life. If you joined us a little bit late, you've been listening to Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno take us through the beginning part of the fourth chapter of the book of Matthew. He's continuing his series that we've been sharing for a number of weeks now from Matthew, and you can find all of the past messages and future messages as well on the website highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. This is an outreach supported by listeners from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. And you can give safely when you go to that website. Join with us, please, at highlands.us. Come back tomorrow at this same time when we'll hear more and study verse by verse.